Welcome back to a sort of Star Wars book club with Matt Lehman. Hello. Hello. We are on chapter eight of Red Rising by Pierce Brown. <laughs> Here are all my handwritten wow, you notes. Got so many notes oh, there, Ryan. <laughs> so many I, notes. I have this small sort of Star Wars notebook. Best notebook. Everyone should have one. And uh, I tried to keep the notes for each chapter under one page. Well, that's good, that especially way. since some of these chapters are like one page. <laughs> <laughs> that way we don't drone on and on and on. <laughs> and on. And on. Okay, chapter eight. It's called Dancer. So at the very end of last chapter, the last thing they said, they Just go into this like thing, this area, yeah. right? Like, what'd you say? The area? No, you said something right before I <laughs> said something. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. <laughs> Please don't interrupt <laughs> <laughs> they end up in this area where i picture like like warehouses and they said now time to meet dancer so obviously this chapter we meet dancer and by um, elton john <laughs> no i guess he would be a tiny dancer compared to some obsidians uh dancer oh, oh my pl- my little summary here before we start okay we meet dancer Hello, and dancer. And the real plot begins. Ah, dun-dun. I think in this chapter is where the book actually starts to start. This was all prelude. Yeah. This is, all... this is like the stuff I normally skip in books. <laughs> yeah, the epilogue. Yeah. <laughs> Prologue. Prologue. Prologue you. <laughs> Prologue you. I need my notes here. Okay. They describe Dancer as um, about the same height as Darrow. Has a fatherly smile and is terribly old. Maybe in his 40s. <laughs> <laughs> so we thought that Uncle Narrow was old and he was like in his 30s. And right. so Dancer is terribly old. Maybe in his 40s. <laughs> Which, yeah, I guess that would be pretty old if the oldest person you knew was 35. It's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm... 35 which is kind of jeez you're almost terribly old <laughs> i'm terribly do you old. feel terribly old sometimes yeah <laughs> just in the mornings <laughs> yeah <laughs> like 11 o'clock at night i'm like oh man i used to stay up late <laughs> no it's more like at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> man I go to the bathroom <laughs> luckily you wake up for that yeah it's true once you don't wake up for that anymore that's when you have to worry well i'm really yeah i'll have to give some consideration to depends yes <laughs> um so we also get in this chapter a lot of harsh talk about eo so eo just died pretty recently yeah like <laughs> three days ago day? <laughs> two days ago uh, yeah we don't know a how long he two. was yeah yeah a couple days yeah. before and um so he's like still upset and this girl harmony um keeps talking about eo uh in a bad way he says um martyrs are she says martyrs are a dime a dozen uh they're as worthless as a flame over water uh, and the only power they have is in death so all of this makes darrow pretty upset <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why that would bother him. taking it so personally <laughs> but it's interesting to think like martyrs yes the only power they do have is in death like they don't um they talk about her dream as well um, I think that's in this chapter. Um, they do or he does? 
I was thinking that they talk about, like, um, Dancer and Harmony talk about her dream. Um, but maybe that's in the next chapter. But basically that, like, um, her dream was kind of like a silly dream. Like, she was a dreamer. Um, and dreamers don't accomplish anything. Um, mm-hmm. And then later on in the chapter, um, Darrow says, well, like, what, 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 why are you guys here? Like, what am, what am I supposed to do with you guys? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we're here to make the dream come true. Right. So even though she was the dreamer, um, they are there to fulfill the, her dream. We're the hands and they're the hands and feet. Right. Yeah. But we find out that the dream, I mean, she didn't, she wasn't the first person to have the dream and her dream was very small compared to, uh, like she knew very little. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think at the very end of the chapter is when the big, I think that I would call it a plot twist right mm-hmm. i don't think you really get a sense what's happening until the very end of the chapter well i mean i think you you know it i think we've talked about this before where we feel like this was written almost to be a movie mm-hmm. you know like it has some of those visual cues that makes it easy to um see how it could be made into a movie yeah and again i think this would be one of those things where like yes. a conversation is happening which is like in the foreground and in the background, this action is taking place. Right. Whereas if it, if that was in the foreground, you'd be like, Oh yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. He so keeps... like they go and they're talking and, you know, harmony saying these things and, you know, they're having these sort of, you know, a, a, an important conversation all the while they're continuing to go up and up and up and up. Right. And when you think about it, they didn't have to go very far up. He, Darrow and Eo, whenever they went to right. the bubble. Yeah, because they only went through a ventilation shaft. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's it, where, you know, I, I think it's kind of interesting. Like if you saw it and you're watching it mm-hmm. and yeah. the second time you watch something, you know, like right. you're seeing all these different things. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I see There, this is being hinted at. The right. twist that you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. And... um. Yeah, like it's it's written perfectly for a movie, I think. Like how they describe it when he well, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Okay. Um so Dancer, this is um when Dancer meets Darrow, we find out that Dancer is like a a leader in the Sons of Aries, and Dancer asks Darrow, like, do you know who we are? And Harmony's like, Yeah, he knew right away that we were the Sons of Aries and uh Darrow calls them terrorists. Um and Dancer doesn't deny it. I mm-hmm. thought that was interesting. He doesn't say, no, we're not terrorists, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was interesting because um, he could have tried to defend the sons and be like, no, everything you're seeing on HC is somebody else. It's not us. It's They're only picking and choosing or they're fake news, fake news, <laughs> fake news. <laughs> um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, and they pull Darrow out. That's how they describe it, pulling him out of the mines. Um, he's upset that they, that they didn't save EO and they only saved him. But they say that Eo served her purpose, and he gets upset because like he doesn't understand her purpose yet. Um, but they pull him out, and to make sure that he's the guy that they need, they play this game. Which I remember the first time I read through this, I read through the game, I didn't have a clue what was happening. <laughs> like, and it took a couple times for me to like get through this to be like, oh, okay, I see his logic. But Daryl gets it right away. So they have this game to see. It's like a game of wit basically right mm-hmm. um it's a test he calls it mm-hmm. so there's two pieces of paper in a bowl 
and one has a sheep on it and one has a scythe on it. Mm-hmm. And um, they tell Daryl that he needs to pick or pick the sheep and you win, pick the scythe and you lose, but he can't see him. And right away, Daryl's like, oh, well, if this, is a, this isn't a game, this is a test. So if it's a test, it must be rigged. Right. And the only way, and he figures out right away, the only way that it could be rigged is if both cards are scythes. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he came to that conclusion so quickly, mm-hmm. but he's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. And so he picks a card, and it's a scythe, just like he thought, which means he should lose. But he, when they ask if he see it, he swallows it. He eats it. Mm-hmm. And then picks up the other card, which is a scythe. And so that means that his card must have been a sheep. Right. So he won, he won the game. Right. Um, so they know that he's... That's when they go on to show him what we were talking about earlier, the big mm-hmm. twist. Mm-hmm. Um, and the important conversation that they're talking about as they're going up these elevators is the conquering. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about the conquering happening. But they don't describe what the conquering is until the last one. But they talk about how the golds um, destroyed. Um, w- they talk about them destroying a world. Mm-hmm. They talk about um, the Raya, mm-hmm. the the moon and right. Saturn. Right. And um, Dara's like, well, what's the how? What's the point of destroying a world that nobody's living on? Like, we don't. We're not out that far you know nobody's even on mars and we're the closest ones to earth right um so he's not understanding he's mm-hmm. asking questions and dancer just keeps ignoring him mm-hmm. going up this elevator and then the elevator gets to the very top and they give him some tinted glasses yeah and the elevator opens up and like he sees the sun for i guess the first time i guess he saw the sun rise with eo right but i don't know if he actually saw this yeah well in here he doesn't see the actual sun but yeah it makes me think how bright it is on Mars. Like I was like, how bright is the sun on Mars? But I'm like, oh wait, all the planets go around the sun, right? Right. But I guess when it's furthest away, I don't know how that works. But well, I mean, it, Mars would be it's further out than right. Earth is, but it's still um, a lot closer than the next planets. Um, so and then it's gonna be spinning, so they're still night and day. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, it was weird to think about. Um, so he sees the sun, and then his eyes start to adjust. He is walking on this weird floor, and he realizes it's wood, only because he's seen it on the on the HC. And there's an instrument playing by itself, which we know is a piano, which he's never seen before. And then he sees this city sprawling out before him. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, what does he say here? Oh, uh, Dancer says, now you understand we are deceived because as far as Darrow kn- knows, they're working underground to terraform Mars. Nobody's right. living on Mars. Right. That's what they've been told. As far as he knew, that bubble was, that, that right. he was in was maybe one of a number of other ones right. across the landscape. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they say beyond the glass sprawls a city. That's the last line in the chapter. Um, so here's where we find out the big, the big thing they've been lied to this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the society has been telling the reds that they're working to bring people from earth, uh, to Mars, but it's already happened. Um, they also talk about, um, when they bring Darrow in, I feel like he hasn't come around yet. He's still like sore about them not saving EO. Mm-hmm. He's not really on board with their 
idea for him or why they're bringing him out. He just wants to be dead. Right. He's like, I want to kill the arch governor and that's all I want to do with the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Very um, uh, Count of Monte Cristo like <laughs> one, one thing on his mind, revenge. What um, I was looking through the chapter here and it, at one point, um, Dancer does say that he says, "You think me a terrorist? I am not." Oh, does he? Yeah. He oh, does. I missed that. Um, it's where he's talking about why they're named after Ares. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. But I mean, yeah. Sorry, I was I was, was leafing through and I saw that. But I think you know back to what you were saying about. Um, oh, I. What what did you say before that? Shoot. Um, I that's such a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, about them being deceived about oh about him being reluctant. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I I think that that's probably something that you you're going that you have to get used to. Oh yeah. Um, like there's always like this reluctancy that he's talking about, and I guess. We all have that, I, you know, and I guess it's a way that Brown is trying to humanize him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I guess in some respects it gets a little bit tiring. It does after a while. Yeah. You like, it's like, okay, dude, you know, like, especially as you get into the next, you know, further in the story and further into the series, you're like, just... Have a little self-confidence. Yeah, just because you've made your choices now. Right. Let's just, you know, you know what you're supposed to be doing, so yeah. just go through it. Yeah. So. One thing we also learn in this chapter is Uncle Nero, uh, as much as uh, Darrow disliked him, uh, was actually has been a son of Ares for a long time, um, since before uh, his dad passed away. Passed away? Mm-hmm. Killed himself? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh yeah i thought that was pretty interesting um he's such a like darrow is surprised by it just like we were um he still says uncle narrow head talk but drunk as a fool i always thought him weak he still is um even after he finds out he's been in the son of sons of aries right um well i think it's interesting too you know kind of this you know back to that reluctance or the you know Darrow having a hard time making this switch is also, you know, when he continues to just want things to be the way that they were, like him right. and EO. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Dancer's talking about how, e- I mean, they're talking about how EO did what she could do. She was a martyr. She died. She, you know, did it well. You yeah. know, she did what she could do and she did it well. And now, you know, Dancer says she belongs to her people. Her name is Persephone. And right. You know, she's a symbol. And I get that. I get that, you know, somebody that's close to you, you know, you want them to be that. But I think you also have to recognize, and I think, you know, at this point, he doesn't ha- he doesn't have nearly all the information. So right. Right. Um, I don't think he understands. But even after he understands that there's a whole city and a whole world on Mars, even still he this idea of eo being a part of the people and being this symbol he still doesn't want that to be you know he yeah. wants it to just he it's be not him and eo right. and like he's almost like i would just rather like be wiped clean almost like i think of cypher from uh the matrix 
the guy that betrays the the team. Okay. You know, he goes back and says, "I just want you know, I just want to be ignorant. I just don't want to uh, know any of this. You know, I want to mm-hmm. be able to be a part of the matrix and just kind of." go about right it would be easier it'd be easier yeah i think that's what daryl constantly is thinking to himself is like i know i'm here but man i wish i could just go back to the way things were before all this yeah 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 so over the next two chapters i think i mean it's like information overload for daryl right um so i like that part i like when there's like this big reveal and then you find out everything that uh the characters didn't know before yep so We'll find that out in the next chapter. Yeah. Anything else exciting in this chapter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember reading through this, and it, I thought it was funny that they talked about opening a door by turning the knob. I thought that was such a funny oh, sense really? to put in there, because it's like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I want, I didn't miss that. Uh, yeah, it's, I've, it's like way back at the uh, okay. near the beginning of the chapter, but it, it's just, it was just funny. It was just yeah. one of those things that I thought, like, <laughs> I wonder what made him think to write that down probably because they're used to like star wars doors maybe they just like open automatically yeah and then once you're like an inch inside they just go whoosh, yeah right behind you like, oh my goodness yeah. like what if i decided to turn around yeah <laughs> i'm trying to i think in like the old movies you can like see in the old star wars movies you can like see as soon as they go and it's like a it's like a stop motion type of thing right like the doors like if you see the character in front, they move just like a tiny little bit. Right. Um, but yeah, it always scared me how quickly they close. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was chapter eight of Red Rising. And um, chapter nine, we will find out more about this lie that they've been told. So thanks, Matt, for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. See you again next week. All right. On Source Star Wars Book Club. Book Club. See you later, alligator.